0: Take a hell of a lot of work to make up for all the damage he's done internationally and nationally. His network of thugs and co conspirators are going to continue to try to undermine our democracy in the meantime. Imagine what he can do in another year. Imagine what can happen in Ukraine. Make no mistake, this is a full scale Russian invasion into Ukraine, happening right now, and the air raid sirens going off in the Ukrainian capital as we speak. Oh. 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 This be, this Ukrainian President Zelensky today released a video of himself defiant on the streets of the capital, trying to rally his nation. We are all here defending our independence, our state, and it will remain so. Glory to our defenders. Glory to our women defenders. Glory to Ukraine. No one expected the sanctions to prevent anything from happening. The purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrent. The purpose of the sanctions in the first instance is to try to deter Russia from going to war. The president believes that sanctions are intended to deter. They're meant to prevent and deter a large-scale invasion. We want them to have a deterrent effect. The sanctions are designed in the first instance to try to deter Russia from taking further aggression. As well as our efforts to uh, both try to deter Russia uh, through sanctions. If you pull the trigger on that deterrent, well, then it doesn't exist anymore as a deterrent. All right, welcome back. It's Monday. The little montage you just heard was I put together myself, pulled a bunch of audio clips and video clips together just to uh, let you hear it. Obviously, the first audio clip was during the campaign trail uh, where Joe Biden said, imagine one more year, imagine what would happen to Ukraine. Well, somebody just shoved their foot right in their mouth and down their throat because look what's happening to Ukraine under Joe Biden. Uh, Now, you won't see that or hear that on mainstream media at all. I'm sure they will uh, do their best to bury that and ignore it like it never happened. Some of the other clips that you heard there were people that live in Ukraine where you see bombings happening. The one with the child screaming, a jet came in, launched its uh, missiles, blew up next to the house, I would assume, or maybe diagonal from the house, And naturally the kids get scared and and started screaming and everybody was rushing through the house. The video gets a little foggy. It's hard to tell, but I'm assuming they're going to try to go somewhere. If there is even anywhere to go. As you heard, they say that sanctions are not meant to prevent. They are meant to deter. How many times you got to hear they're meant to deter, but that's what mainstream media is going with. Why? Because the sanctions are a failure. They're going to do nothing to curve what Russia's intentions are. Why? Because you didn't hit them where it hurts the most, which is in their pocketbooks. If you would have sanctioned it where nobody is purchasing oil anymore from them, That'd be a different story. They'd probably think twice about pursuing the rest of this invasion and maybe pull back because now, since we've enriched them, they feel emboldened to do it. But if their funding source was cut off, they're going to have limited resources beyond that, and that may make Putin think twice. Um, Everybody's calling for us to just produce our own oil? Why are we buying from Russia? Why are we emboldening these companies? Why are we, en- I mean, companies, these countries? Why are we enriching these countries? Why? Why don't we just produce it ourselves? We did it before. Why don't we do it again? Jen Psaki had a pretty good answer for it. I'd like you to hear it. Here that is. On oil leases, what this actually justifies in President Biden's view is the fact that we need to reduce our dependence on foreign oil, on oil in general, and need to, and we need to look at other ways of, process, of having energy in our country and others. One of the interesting things, George, we've seen over the last week or so is that a number of European countries are recognizing they need to reduce their own reliance on Russian oil. Now, she's not talking about producing more of our own oil. This is a golden opportunity for them to say, well, this is why we need more green energy sources. If they were smart, one of the cleanest energy sources is nuclear. If that's what you're going to go after, I think most people don't have a problem with it, then why don't you build a 1,000 or 2,000 nuclear plants across the entire United States? That way you're burning really clean, low-cost energy that doesn't produce a lot of waste, and then all your problems are solved. But no, they want to double and triple down on green energy that is... Uh, really in an infantile stage, it doesn't produce the amount of energy that we require to keep this country up and running. Therefore, it's not sustainable and it should not be used. It also produces more waste than you could ever possibly imagine. You know, solar panels only last 20 to 30 years. After they are done, what is inside of them, the waste that's created is so hazardous that you're not even allowed to landfill them. So, what would you propose we do with them after that? See, they don't tell you those things. Wind turbines, you think that they don't use oil? <laughs> You'd have to be fooling yourself now. <laughs> they have to use oil, and both of them, not to mention deforestation. How much land is required to run this country on solar and wind? You're gonna, you are gonna wreak havoc on the ecosystem because you have to destroy so much forestry. You're gonna displace animals. You're gonna wreak havoc on the environment. You're gonna take away trees, which clean the uh, the air force. It, it, none of it makes sense. But nuclear would make sense. But that is not their goal. It's all control. Now, anybody that lives on a poor grid or maybe a state that's trying to go green with energy then you know all about rolling blackouts where you lose power for certain periods of time at certain times in the year because their grids are falling apart and it's not sustainable anymore or they're using green energy which cannot produce the amount of energy that's required to run that area so you have to go through rolling blackouts well I can assure you that if they go the way they would like to go that will be the entire country be ready for rolling blackouts everywhere because we cannot produce that much energy with the type of energy solutions that they are looking at. I'm just saying. It would also point out they're not interested truly in helping Ukraine because the sanctions are so weak. But there is one guy. It's amazing. All these different countries and their leaders aren't interested in helping out Ukraine. But there is this one guy. That seems like he's uh, a little more on the ball, let's say. Elon Musk, through a tweet, uh, (laughs) let me apologize, because uh, you know I pretty much suck at this part of my job. Uh, Oh, God. My Kahilo, or my Kahilo, my Kahilo. Fedorvo, Ovo, Jesus, that is, it's like a hack job. That's terrible. I certainly apologize to him. I know I massacred his name. I have not heard it said out loud. Therefore, I can't repeat it the correct way. But he wrote in a tweet at, to Elon Musk, while you try to colonize Mars, Russia tries to occupy Ukraine. While your rockets successfully land from space, Russian rockets attack Ukrainian civil people we ask you to provide Ukraine with Starlink stations and to address the sane Russians to stand. Elon Musk's response to that, Starlink service is now active in Ukraine and more terminals are in route. Is it not amazing that a private citizen is doing more to help Ukraine then all of these governments combined, all of these world leaders that are hitting them with nonsense sanctions that really aren't going to obviously deter Russia because they haven't stopped. If they were so effective, then it would have stopped them, but it didn't stop them. Not to mention, even if you threatened at this point to say, hey, we're no longer going to purchase oil from you, We're going to try to hurt you there. China has already given their word that they're ready to purchase whatever we're not buying, they will buy to help keep them funded. China's got a big interest in this. They're watching very carefully, and you already know why. Because what's next on the menu? Taiwan's up to bat. Yeah, that's what's coming next. But it's amazing to me that Elon Musk, now I don't know if I agree with everything Elon Musk says. I mean, I don't, I'm sure. I don't know him as a person, but actions do speak louder than words. And as of right now, everything that's been going on with the world, he is an advocate from what I can tell for freedom. He certainly is willing to help where he can. If you remember, not but a couple months ago, somebody wrote a piece saying that um, if Elon Musk would donate a certain amount of money that they could end world hunger. Elon Musk didn't even bat an eye at it and said, if you give me a obviously well thought out plan that provably will show if he gives X amount of dollars, we can totally end world hunger. He said he'd be willing to give them the money. Now, obviously they didn't come with that plan because it was all nonsense from the beginning. They're just trying to call him out because they consider him a rich elite. But he's willing to help where he can. Stark contrast to Jeff Bezos. All the nonsense that was going on in Cuba, and it's not nonsense. I say nonsense, but it's terrible what's happening to those people there. All the Cubans that are being treated as Ukrainians about to be treated from Russia. You're under communist, uh, communist rule, communist law. Your life is the government's. It's not yours to live. They live in poverty conditions. It's terrible. They're fighting for freedom. They're getting killed for protesting. They're trying to get the world to help them. Jeff Bezos, the second richest man in the world. What did he do for his people? Crickets. (laughs) It amazes me. What did you do, Bezos, to help your people? You got enough money to help your people in some way or another. You definitely got enough clout and pull with the federal government and governments around the world that you could have went in there and done something to help your people, but no, you didn't do anything. You just let them suffer. Amazing. (laughs) Simply amazing. People that should help, that have the means to help, and do help? Yes, I will I will respect you have my respect and I will honor the things that you do do especially when they're right. On the other hand, when you have the money and you turn a blind eye because you're an elite and you have no interest in helping out people that you deem lesser than you, I hope you lose it all. <laughs> I hope reality hits you in the face. Jeff Bezos is a dirtbag. Elon Musk Thank you for stepping up and doing what you can. You are not the federal government. You're not one of the countries in the world that should be taking this a little more seriously. Thank you for doing what you can do. My prayers go out to the people in Ukraine who are being unjustly attacked. And the world, minus us people, because I'm sure everybody's compassionate towards it, or at least I would like to think that, uh, the world leaders are doing nothing about it. On to my next subject. Hopefully this Ukraine invasion will stop sooner than later. It's a shame to watch this unfold the way it's been going. Um, According to the conservative brief, Democrats in the House of Representatives are set to pass legislation that would provide reparations for slavery. They have taken steps to force a vote to study how reparations would work, the Washington Post reported. This has been a 30-plus-year journey. Democrat uh, Texas Representative Sheila Jackson Lee said, we had taken, uh, no, we had to take a different approach. We had to go one-on-one to members explaining this does not generate a check. Reparations is about repair, and when you repair the damage that has been done, you do so much more to move society forward. This commission can be a healing process. Telling the truth can heal America, she said. It's more than likely doomed to fail in the Senate just because it passes the House does not mean that it's going to pass in the Senate. And I would say you're probably probably going to be splitting party lines or they're going to uh, filibuster it. So I doubt anything's going to move forward there. It's not a bill automatically giving reparations to anybody. It's just a bill to... Um, I guess form a committee that will study it and how it would work if you were to pass something to give reparations to people. What I personally think is Democrats know that they're about to get killed in November. So they're probably going to pull every little trick that they can out of the hat to do the best that they can and fool people into... Believing they're going to do something, trying to give themselves something to run on. They're going to create these new things to run on. I mean, racism is the oldest trick in the book. They always run on race. That's a given. I think what they're doing here is knowing that November is going to be as bad as it is. They're trying to appeal to the black voter um, with this potential that, hey, look what we're putting forth. If we can maintain the House and the Senate, then we will pass this and we're going to give reparations to everybody who deserves it because of how horrible America is and you know slavery was ended in 1865 so we'll just figure out who was a slave prior or uh, up to that time or before then and we're going to pay you for it or we're going to give you some type of reparation she said it doesn't have anything to do financially I don't know what more you could do Um, as far as reparations go, unless you're just going to unbalance it and make things more unfair for normal everyday people, which Democrats have no problem doing. So it wouldn't surprise me if they go that direction. I've said multiple times, I'll repeat it again, like a broken record. Reparations would be impossible to figure out. Not only whites own slaves, Uh, Black people own slaves, Hispanics own slaves. If you really go back through history at one point in time, somewhere in history, every race was enslaved for a certain period of time. There has been no elite race that has been uh, able to avoid that fate. You can't do it. It's not possible. And not to mention you should get a lot of pushback from it. If it ever comes to that point, there should be massive backlash and pushback on a bill that would come through like that. Not because we don't care about black people. Not because that we don't agree that what happened in the past was wrong, but let's be honest, it's 2022. Slavery was abolished in 1865. There is no man nor woman in this United States that has ever been a slave. From those times. They are all dead. If you have lineage to it, I would venture to say if anybody in your family happened to be a slave, again, they must have been a baby, an infant that would never remember the conditions that they lived in. They would only hear stories from family members, and the best you got is you heard stories from them. Being that it's 2022 and you've already had an African American president. African-Americans dominate the sports industry, the music industry. You have plenty of African-American huge megastar actors. You have black police chiefs, mayors, governors, pastors. There is nowhere in America that you can honestly say to me anymore that that stuff is still relevant today. Where? I'd love to see it. Are there racist acts in the United States? Of course There's always going to be some racist people, and I would be a liar to deny that. And that goes for every color, because just as a white person can be racist, a black person can be racist, a Spanish person can be racist, and a Chinese person can be racist, and so can an Arab. Anybody can be a racist. We're not talking about segregation here, people. We're not talking about slavery times. Those times are long gone And if you cared so much, why'd you vote for the guy in the White House? Because remember, his word's not mine. He doesn't want his kids growing up in a racial jungle. He was against school integration. He thinks that if you own a Dunkin' Donuts, you got to have an East Indian accent to own a Dunkin' Donuts. He did not want a black Supreme Court justice on the court. Contrary to what's being, he's trying to push right now, (laughs) Yeah, Kamala is his token black lady, and now he's going to put another token black lady and try to get her on the Supreme Court. You think that he actually believes in it? Listen, somebody that that says that they don't want their kids growing up in racial jungles and somebody that fought so hard to not confirm certain justices on the Supreme Court because they were black, somebody that says you got to be East Indian, somebody who always has race and color on their mind is, in fact, a racist. Why'd you vote for him? If you're so concerned about reparations, you know what? Why don't you take some of the money that he got from China and you can give that out as reparations? I'd be cool with that. Why don't you take it from him? <laughs> oh, you people would never do that. Oh, because Joe Biden's your savior. What a great guy. Um, this is specifically for the black community. What has Joe Biden done since he's been in the White House to uh, help out your situation? Out of curiosity. Should I, I should have audio of crickets, right? It would make so much sense. I should just play him one way. It would make sense. I should get some audio of crickets because he's done nothing for you. Zero. What has he done? <laughs> nothing. Mister, he's going to help you out, huh? What did Donald Trump do for you? Lowest black unemployment in history. Dumping money into educational programs for African-American kids. Funding black historic black colleges advocate for school choice so you don't have to go to a crummy school if that's all that's in your area you have the opportunity to go to a much better school so you can better your education Joe Biden's against all that (laughs) it's all so stupid it's just dumb you know I was sitting down talking to my wife and we were just talking about how now it's really, it's like we're living in the Twilight Zone because now they want you to see color first. And when we were growing up, we didn't we didn't think of color. You know, like, I didn't even notice when they would put characters in a movie that I enjoyed in the movie and thought they were funny as hell. I liked the character, and it didn't matter what color they were. I, I think what sparked uh, the conversation is we were watching Sorcerer's Apprentice with the kids, and... um the main star's roommate is a black guy. And he's just funny as hell in that movie. The way just his character is a great character in that movie. And when I said, you know, and she says, it's a shame. She goes, you know, I I didn't even think about him as black. When we laugh at some of the lines that he would said, and she goes, but now they want me to look at him and see black first and not see his character. I grew up in a time where interracial couples, nobody cared you saw somebody that looked good you went for it go for it we didn't even think nothing about it but now it's all different now it's a problem i mean i just don't understand where this country is going what i what i understand even less is how black people can be so fooled by the left how could you be so fooled into buying into this crap? Don't you realize what they are doing is going to set you back? They're not helping you, uh, pro- helping progress for you to move forward. Everything that they're doing is setting you back. They're creating more racial tension. Do you really want people to get, get racist and get out of control in this country the way that they act? they pretend it is? You're outnumbered. I mean, do you really want to go backwards? Do you, in Joe Biden's famous words, they're all going to put you all back in chains. I think Joe Biden wants to put you back in chains. That's what I see. Instead of empowering black kids, they're telling you that you're grown, that you're victims and you're already at a disadvantage and you'll never be anything in life. Instead of empowering them. In my time, they were empowered. Man, I remember my time growing up, people wearing, African-Americans, wearing all the African robes and cloaks, and they'd go out and they were proud. They didn't care about Uncle Sam. I didn't need your money. I'm going to go get it. Don't give me no handout. They'd slap your hand away. They were proud. What happened? Where the hell did those people go? And the ones that are my age that know what I'm talking about, if you're buying into this crap, shame on you because you know better. This reparation thing gets under my skin because I know that if they pass it, All of us who have no lineage to being slave masters are going to be subject to it, and they're going to just tell you to grin and bear it because of your skin color. That's not fair. That's not equality. We're not being treated equally then. I'm paying for something that I have no lineage to. You're paying for something you have no lineage to. You never had slaves, but yet you're going to pay for it? Why? It does get under my skin. And, you know, having that conversation with her, I just shake my head. I feel bad more than anything because I'm like, yeah, we're on a path of destruction here. You know, they're going to try to put these people back in chains. And what's, what's worse is they don't even see it coming. They're, they're welcoming it. And I would hope that the African-American community would wake up before it's too late. Because, again, I just said this as far as the Great Reset goes, but it's, this is part of it as well. The hour is late. You better wake up sooner than later, because if you let it happen, I mean, we're going backwards 100 years. It's going to take you 100 years to get back to this point. You really want to go through that, have your kids and their grandkids, or your kids and grandkids and their kids? You want them to have to deal with that? Wake up, people. All right, well, I lightly mentioned, just a second ago, uh, Biden's Supreme Court nominee. I'll go more in-depth into that tomorrow. So don't miss tomorrow's episode. Um, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It would be greatly appreciated. If you'd like to follow me, I'm on Twitter at ljconsercrn gab or parlor. I am at the Real Little Joe Codhub, I am at Little Joe CC. If you'd like to check out any videos I do, Rumble, um, Little Joe's Conservative Corner, YouTube, Little Joe CC. You can go also go to my website and. Uh, If you'd like to leave me a message, go to the contact section and send me a message. I lost my train of thought there for a second. (laughs) Uh, And Facebook, even though I keep saying I'm having an issue with Facebook getting it up because they're not allowing me to link my podcast to it, which I'm trying to do. And I'm trying to get some answers out of stunningly. They're not really responding to me the way I would hope they would. So I can get this all squared away to launch the Facebook part. But I will be doing that. Uh, hopefully I can get it squared away this week. I'll send them some more messages. That's kind of an unknown. If I can, I'll let you know when it's out. If not, until I get it squared away where it is the way I want it to be, it's, uh, it's not going to be active. But I'm currently working on that. I hope you're having a beautiful Monday. We'll do it again tomorrow.